Art of Omens. Give me sight beyond sight. Beyond sight. Beyond sight. Welcome to Sight Beyond Sight. It's Wednesday night, so that means it's NXT night, and it's your boy, Andrew, here breaking down most of the key points of the night. Nothing crazy. We don't do a match-by-match match too heavy. We're just going to break down all the things, the main storylines that actually matter. So we're going to get into, let's see, the first storyline of the night that stood out was the Johnny Gargano and the way and their uncooperative way of working in the match last night. Where you see the way really just not working together, right? Johnny Gargano had a plan to beat Dexter Loomis in this match tonight. And Austin Theory wasn't there to really help. He didn't try to hit Dexter Loomis with the chair, which leads to a backstage segment where we're starting to see where the way breaks up. So now the way is a great stable, good team. It's what made Johnny Gargano a great heel. But at the same time, they have a lot of potential in there with a guy like Austin Theory who could be a face and lead to being one of the main stars in NXT. Um, I'm thinking in the down the line we're gonna see a good like you know Austin Theory versus Johnny Gargano match for the North American title, which would be a great NXT takeover match. A strong pay per view match would definitely put a almost a five-star rating just off the top of the head. You think that, like, come on, those two are great athletes and just really good at what they do. <clears throat> but that is really just a gist of it. We're going to get to the next part where I think probably one of the next big key things that happened tonight. Let's see. Let me look through my quick little notes here. We have the announcement that Colorado is going to be out for the next four to six weeks with um rupture split disc basically and is back basically telling the storyline from what happened last week with adam cole attacking him and suplexing him on the chair i mean on the stairs my fault and we go from there to actually we don't we'll just stay on that real quick we're gonna stay on the adam cole and the undisputed era whole breakup so tonight we got basically adam cole explaining why he did what he did, what happened at NXT TakeOver, why he turned his back on him, why they broke up probably one of the best groups ever in NXT, the Undisputed Era. And what does he do? He comes out and basically says he's sorry. And he says he didn't mean it, he didn't want to do it, and he was looking for forgiveness. So we get Roderick Strong to come out, and Roderick basically comes and causes BS, and they're arguing. Finn Balor comes. Next thing you know, you already know what Finn's looking for. Finn's looking for a fight. So, boom, he goes and attacks Adam Cole. He's beating up on Adam Cole. Roger Shaw goes to help. Strong and Finn get into a fight. Cole helps out Roderick. Roderick ends up hitting Cole after that. And they basically are in the middle of the ring saying sorry to each other, Adam Cole and Roderick Strong. Because they didn't want to do that, and it's supposed to be like a brotherhood, and be friends and not attack each other. That leads to Adam Cole hitting Roderick Strong with a low blow. So basically, we still don't really have the breakdown of why all of this is happening, but we kind of already have the gist of like we know Adam Cole is going for the title, 
and we just have to now have a couple of weeks build up of multiple different matches, which I'm looking forward to. One, which I'm seeing possibly being first is Roderick Strong versus Adam Cole, which will be awesome. I hope they do that in a couple of weeks, you know, trying to do this whole ratings war shit. They'll basically, that could be a good main event in the next two weeks to just throw something out there around. I think that's the same time AEW is doing a little bit of their Shaq and Cody Rose stuff. So it would just be stronger. It would make sense. <clears throat> but within that, you, I could basically see what they said, four to six weeks for Colorado. So that's around the time of WrestleMania weekend, around WrestleMania time, NXT WrestleMania weekend will be great. Colorado versus Adam Cole, maybe against Finn Balor for the title. And that will be just, basically that will be a solid main event for another takeover. But we're not 100% sure on that. We're still seeing this is all estimations and guess. Um, basically, that's pretty much where the main storyline for the NXT title was going. Very strong. So now we go to another part, probably the, the best match of the night. And a storyline that I thought was interesting and I was looking forward to was Cross versus Escobar. Cross versus Escobar started off perfect. Perfect match for the perfect night, like tonight. Because it was just the only match that really mattered. Basically, it's a street fight. They kind of gave away the way it was going to begin when you watch it. Because you see the split screen and you get the ring where Cross was supposed to be entering. And on the outside, you got the other side, you got the outside view of Escobar and um, the Tasma basically waiting outside. So you kind of see like, all right, they're waiting. They have the camera for the outside view. Cross is probably going to randomly attack. And he did. He comes running into the camera from the outside view. Starts attacking the guys, and it basically mm -hmm. gets into a three-on-one fight where you have a lot of great spots. You know, they sell the story of Cross's, um, this, um, what was it, separated shoulder that he had? He had a separated shoulder, so that was actually pretty good. Like, you know, they sold it right. I think uh, one of the biggest critiques that people were saying is that, oh, he's the cruiserweight champion going against Cross. You know, Cross is a bigger guy. Like, this is stupid. But they found a way to make it make more sense than a lot of other people would normally think about it. Like, it's three on one. They attacked the shoulder that's been injured. Cross sold the hell out of everything that was happening to him. Made it believable. I've seen people on Twitter saying, oh, he's most likely going to lose. which And they weren't going to be mad because it was three on one. They, we all felt into it. We all were believing it. <clears throat> so as we get into it, they're fighting. They end up taking control of the match. They bring Cross back to the ring. We get a few more great spots, and we get the, um, what you call it, like the hot spot, basically, where Cross turns up. He starts making his comeback. He puts Escobar through a table, throws him back into the ring, hits him with the, um, uh, what you gonna call it, what they call it, a suplex again, and then comes back, hits him with the elbow to the back of the head. And beats Escobar easily like that. But it was a good match. It made both guys look really strong. 
when you look really look at it, where Escobar, who could be easily a champion in any division, any weight class, because he's built like that, he's not a small guy. It makes him look a lot better. It makes him look stronger. It makes Cross look like a monster. So whenever he does squash another person in his next squash match, you know that hey, it takes more than one guy to actually beat him. You know, so I think that was awesome. Great breakdown for both characters. I like both guys. I can't wait to see where they go with them next. <clears throat> um, another good thing on NXT tonight was Cameron Grimes' promos. Cameron Grimes, if you've seen him, he's really wacky, weird guy. But he's pretty funny. So now his new gimmick is that he became rich because they make fun, make in front of this whole stock burst where now everybody that you talk to they're fucking investors and they're all stock people apparently like they all know what to invest in and they're all rich now so cameron grimes became rich off of it so now he's running around trying to do like a funny million dollar man thing today and he was watching um one of the biggest promos ever for million dollar man is my million dollar man had the kid bouncing the basketball and he kicks it away from him before he gets the time so he doesn't have to pay him a hundred dollars which is hilarious and great so Cameron Grimes goes to one person, tells him, I'll give you a thousand dollars, you can bounce it ten times. He does it, and at the end when he gives the guy the thousand dollars, he goes, Ah, I should have finished watching the video. So he could have seen that, oh, he kicks the ball away. So later on in the night we get another promo and he walks up to a couple of people outside, two females and a male, and basically says, Hey, he challenges the girl. Can you bounce the ball 10 times for $1,000? She goes, all right, but does it, starts bouncing. You can see Grimes getting ready to kick the ball away. And as he gets ready to kick the ball away, Shorty does a crossover and, you know, fakes him basically and gets the 10 bounces and gets some money, which is just hilarious because it was just smart thinking like, you know, you, who was expecting that? Nobody's expecting her to be able to put it the ball between her legs and do all of that. Like, that's something that it, it just makes it more fun. Like, Cameron Grimes is a great wrestler, but right now his promo work is standing out insane. Um, Let's see, who else is another? Oh, actually, another great match for the night. As we keep on going, I'm just very all over the place, but I'm trying to get this shit down, you know what I mean? So... Don't judge me, you want to dislike, because I know there's haters out there. That hater, you could hate, hate, hate. It's all right with me, because I got more shit to say. It'll come Friday. Um, Basically, we get to Leo Shirai versus, uh, what's her name? Wait, hold on, give me a second. Oh, Zoe Starks. Zoe Starks versus Ido Shirai, which is an interesting match, randomly put together. Wasn't really expecting it. It kind of just came in. Uh, Regal gave her a chance at the NXT Champion, Shirai. Um, I don't know if anybody else seen her work before. I've never really seen her work besides last week. But Zoe Starks is a beast. Like, she's really impressive. I don't know if she's new from the Performance Center or she's been in other independents, most likely, because that's a lot, a lot of people getting into the business. She basically came out there and she, they just killed it. They tore down the house. Like, that was basically my second favorite match of the night. 
besides watching Cross and Escobar because they were just doing what they do, high spots, good slow pace at certain points. Um, Shirai just, you know, Io Shirai's a monster. She don't even, like, let a lot of shit happen. There's a part where Stark goes for a suicide dive, and the kick that Shirai hits with is dope. Like, just to shut that shit down. So it was a lot of good shit in that match. I'm trying to see. That's pretty much a lot. Like, there's really not that much from that happened tonight. It's a two-hour show, so can't really say too much. Um, Let me get into my guys. MSK real quick. MSK, they get in their build-up for their storyline. And basically, how can I say? They're building up the storyline because they were getting tag team title matches for, I think it was next week or the week after. And basically, so they're building up their story. So, you know, they're doing the whole promos. And they give them a vintage little package thing. They do a promo. And then, boom, they get attacked by the Young Girls of Veterans, which was a quick beatdown. Like, I didn't even see the chair when it happened, but I guess they had a chair with them. And it took, um, I think it's Wes, his name is. And it ended up breaking his hand. So now the kids are out for a couple of weeks. And now there's no NXT tag title match for probably three weeks now. Which is another thing probably going to push back for a big night event. <clears throat> which is fine with me because I feel like at this point where they probably want to do another MSK versus Brutal Young Veterans match. Seeing how great it was at TakeOver. Which I don't mind. I'm perfectly fine with it. Uh, don't have nothing to drink. Freaking... Uh, that's pretty much it for that. That was a good breakdown of the night. The night wasn't too insane. It was pretty much simple. Pretty much simple night. And um, basically, I didn't get to watch AEW, so I'm not going to really sit here and talk about AEW yet. I might do the AEW podcast later on after I watch it. i seen only the Sting spot, which I'm going to address that and address the Sting, Big Show, possibly Big Surprise, all the stuff that AEW has. They have a little bit more to talk about right now, to be honest. So, you know, thanks for listening. Like, follow, subscribe. I mean, this is my first show doing Dolo. So, yeah, probably doesn't sound that great, but I'm working on it. So, like I said, you can hate all you want. It's fine with me. At the end of the day, F you pay me. Peace out. Have a good night.